What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Perfectly Blended Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about marriage and what we need. And that's coming up right now. Thank you so much for joining us on the Perfectly Blended Podcast. This podcast is for blended families, for couples that want to strengthen their marriage and want a brighter future. Perfectly Blended exists to break the stigma of divorce, drop the shame and guilt holding you back, and equip marriages to thrive instead of just survive. We believe all that is possible in this life is based on the power of Jesus Christ and his ability to restore us fully. Let's dive in. What is up, everybody? Welcome to today's show, the Perfectly Bennett Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Josh, and I'm here with the always Miss Gorgeous Christy. <laughs> Hi. What's up, baby? How you doing? I'm good. You good? What yeah. you have to share with everybody today? What's on your, what's on that hot little mind of yours? My foot is pretty much healed. It's healed. So Praise close. Jesus. It's so close. It is uber close. The last couple of days, I've basically been uh, not using my scooter. She's scooter free. Yeah. She's scooter free. Scooter free. <laughs> I don't know what yours was. But mine was more English. Yours was more, I don't know. Scooter free. Don't you know? <laughs> don't know what that is. I can't do accents. <laughs> no, so every once in a while you bust out one and it's perfect. It's like spot on. It's look at the draw. It's look at the draw. <laughs> it's a look at the draw. <laughs> All right. So. Hi, Stace. What's up, Stacey? Stacey Lindstrom. <laughs> Hello, friends. So today we want to talk about what we need in marriage, right? So what do we need in marriage? What do we need into the marriage? Intimacy. Intimacy. Into me, you see. I've oh. heard that before, yeah. Oh. Intimacy. Yeah. I think that's yeah. a cool little breakdown of it. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Internesting. <laughs> so uh, it's really funny. So when we just did our live event here a few weeks back, Christy and I did some breakout groups and we talked about men's needs and women's needs. And so we want to share about a little bit about it today because we think it's super powerful. So uh, forgive us if we have to look through our notes because it was a really, really, really big. Um, and we really didn't cover them in really the breakout session. groups no. because the breakout groups turned to be so much more fruitful in other reasons. Yeah, we're actually going to do the breakout groups different next time because of that. We didn't have enough time and just, yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, I'll show up then. November show 4th. up if you want to see it. November 4th, you better black out that date now. 2023. Yeah. 11-4-23, that's when it is. Okay, so we don't have anything we're going to put on the screen today because we have so many we're going to go through. So we're going to have three that we're going to talk about women's needs, right? Women need to feel specific things, right? So three things. And then guys are going to have three. So we want to run through those. So if you want to start off with the ladies. Yes. So women need to feel love, protected, and safe. God created women this way. And it's okay. Like, and, and we're not talking like 100% all women. I'm talking about generally most women at their core, God created us to respond the best when we feel loved, protected, and safe. Yeah. And there, so, I mean, just to share a little bit about, right. And I mean, I guess we could dive right into it, but when it comes to love, you know, I think it's super important when it comes to women. So Colossians 3, 18 through 19 says this in the Bible. It says, wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. You know, when we, we look at it in our relationships and our marriage, we look at men, how can we love our wives and what ways can we love and care for our wives? In a way that suits their love, right? Suits them and lets Let them know. Let us talk as much as we want. <laughs> Which I usually do. <laughs> I feel like I do. You do. Yeah, I try to. 
But it's important, right? So we want to make sure that we're loving our wives the way that they need it, not the way that we think. So guys, we're very different when it comes to love, which we'll cover in a minute. But uh, for our wives to feel love, there's some specific ways. What ways do you feel, would you say that you feel loved, that I can do that helps you feel loved? I think that in most cases, patient, like men need to be patient with women and let us use as many words as we need to. Men okay. tend to be more quick to the point. I can be, but we like to be wordy and we use a lot of words. You know, there's been a lot of studies done with how many more words. So I think in general, I feel like being patient with me, not making me feel dumb about things mm -hmm. or inferior about things, you know, and just letting me be me. That's, that's how much you love me. You don't try to you, change you. Yeah. He loves me yeah. and makes me feel good about the days when I'm crying for absolutely no reason. You know, like I am just emotional that day and crying and I can't figure out why, you know, and you make me feel like it's okay. You don't have to know a reason why. And that makes me feel loved. And because I, if I just need to cry, we already feel dumb as women. Okay. When we're like, I don't know why I'm crying. We always feel dumb and we're always trying to figure out why am I feeling this way? And we're trying to figure out why so we can fix it. So then we won't do it rather than just doing it just crying and allowing us to have that moment or that day and not trying to figure out like something's wrong with us. Maybe we need a day to cry. Maybe that there's a purpose in that, you yeah. know, it's cleansing. And maybe that's just the, God, the way God created us because we're emotional creatures to cry it all out and release it all, you know, and get it so, out. So I would say for Christy, and I would say this is probably true for, for most women, I would say that you would rather be heard than be fixed. Yeah. Because guys were fixers, right? We like to fix, right? So when my wife comes to me and she tries to tell me it's something she's super upset about, I instantly go into like problem solving mode. I want to go into like, okay, I need to solve this for her, right? Because if I solve it for her, then she's going to be okay. And most of the time, and that's sometimes that's right. I would say sometimes that's right. The majority of the time though, she wants to be heard. She wants to make sure that she's being listened to. Yeah, you because know? what do girlfriends do? Okay, usually... I'm a guy, so I don't know. Usually your girlfriends, you know, when you're calling up your girlfriends and you're like, oh my gosh, woo -hoo -hoo -hoo, and you're talking about all this stuff, they're just like, oh man, that's so awful. And they're doing it with you. Like, they're not being like, oh my gosh, girl, like, you know that we know already how to fix it. And if we knew how to fix it and we're going to be emotional about it, we would do it. <laughs> To begin with, okay, we just right. want to cry. And as guys, we're just like, just do it then. No. Just do that then. But the point is, is that if we're willing to listen to what they're saying to us, one of the things that I've learned early on in our relationship is that if I can predict things, if I can have, if I can listen so well that I can predict something before it happens, it's like speaks to her soul. Mm -hmm. If I can do something and she's like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. I can't believe you even remember that. <laughs> I think it speaks volumes to you and it shows you that I love you. Yeah. It shows you that I truly care about you. Uh, some nights I'll just have to be like, babe. And he'll be like, I'll start a fire for you and get you some ice cream. I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> speak to my soul. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the second thing other than love is protection. So if we feel like we're going to be protected and it's not just physically protected, we women were emotional. So that protection is like emotionally protected. Are we going to be emotionally protected with you? Like, are we going to be able to open up to you, allow us to see the inner workings of us, you know, and really 
all of our idiosyncrasies and weird things about ourselves. And you're not going to be, you know, bad mouthing us to your friends behind our back or making yeah. fun of us behind our back. Or you, when we're fighting, let's say, and you're upset with me about something, you're not calling your mom and your sisters and talking bad about me so that they get a warped sense about me in general. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really important. I think it's an easy thing for us to look for someone to support us when things are not going right. Like us guys, I, I mean, I can speak for me, you know, like my mom would be take my side, of course. Right. She would yeah, always take my she side. Should. Right. Yeah. And she should, but it's poor of me. It's not protecting my wife. It's not showing my wife that I have her back if I'm going to my mom. And then I come back to her and say, Hey, you know what my mom said? My mom says you're wrong. Mom says that you're wrong in this situation and that I'm right. That is not protecting my wife. Would that go over well? No. No. And it wouldn't and it doesn't. And it happens both ways. Both women and men do this in their in their marriage and their relationship. But it's really important that we show our spouses, our wives, that we have their back first and foremost. You know, I, I know years and years and years ago, my families would get in fights with their extended family and my dad would still talk to my mom's brother or my uncle. He would still go over and hang out and have dinner with them and stuff like that. And my dad's like, that's no big deal. You know, they're not mad at me. They're mad at your mom. And I'm just like, you can't do those things. That's like, the next thing. Yeah, you can't do that. So you got to make sure that you're showing your wife that you have her back, that you're protecting the her. The next point. The next point is like about protection is also don't be friends or be friend with people that or, or family members yeah. that don't like your spouse. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're one, you're a unit, you know? So there is going to be people that there's a lot more people that like Josh than like me. Okay. He I can don't think that's true. There, there is like, we could, I'm true. saying in the world, like in the world, <laughs> Josh could go out and be in front of thousands of people. And let's just say, let's just use sick math. Okay. If he went out in front of a thousand people and got to know a thousand people, 900 of those people would like him. Okay. I would say people would not like me. <laughs> I would That's say maybe good. 600, 700 would like me. Okay. <laughs> what is this Seriously. No Seriously. Be, because Josh is just that likable, likable person. So there's going to be people out in the world though, that don't like your spouse. Well, we're a unit. So if someone doesn't like me, you're not allowed to be friends with him. Yeah. Sorry. Like that's it. That would potentially cause a wedge in our marriage. If yeah. you don't like my husband, I can't be friends with you and it's okay. Like you don't like him eh, then I don't like you. You know, that's just the way that it works. And women want to feel protected that way. They don't want your, your, you as your, her husband to be going out all these guys thinking she's, you know, this stupid, stupid person. And they're all like making fun of her and talking bad about mm -hmm. her. And he's just like, so what? Like, they're still my friends. No, that's a betrayal. You know, it and is. And when you get into a relationship and a marriage, like you have to understand that's a different type of relationship than just having all these. I've been friends with these people forever yeah. or these are my cousins. What am I going to do? You know, well, you set boundaries. That's what you do. Yes. You know, you don't allow these things to happen. You show your spouse that you have their back first and foremost. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we'll hear, though, and I know, understand and I don't really want to talk about this because I think it's important we talk about it. A lot of times we'll be like, well, my wife has uh, jealousy issues and that's her problem, not mine. No, that is your problem. And a lot of times people think jealousy is because people are insecure. 
listen, folks, we're all insecure to some degree. And if we're going to start using that as an excuse, then what you're going to end up doing is getting into the pointing out uh, inequalities in each other game. And that's going to go on and on and on forever. We're all insecure to some degree. And if your spouse is jealousy, then you need to get, you need to stay home, number one, and you need to get that worked out and figure out what's going on and solve it together. But not to say, I'm just going to be with these people. These are my friends. And if she doesn't like it, then too bad. That is not a solution. And that is not a healthy way to have a marriage. No. Super, super, it's super toxic. It is. Yeah. It is. So make sure you shield your marriage, right? Your your goal is to protect your spouse, your wife at all costs. And that means against all toxic relationships, even if it's people you've been in friends for 30 years with, if they're toxic against your spouse, that means they're speaking into you. And now that's going to cause your heart to see your, your spouse differently instead of going and working on whatever needs to be worked on. So, no, and your wife wants to know you're going to choose her first. And you should choose her first. Yep. Yeah. And then the third thing. Safe. She needs to feel safe. So she mm -hmm. needs to understand that there. this is a safe space for her to be herself. There's nothing worse than being married to a person that uh, the world already is harsh enough, right? And that you can't talk about honest feelings. Like she wants to know that she can come to you and she can have her honest, raw feelings with things that she's upset about. Maybe she is jealous from insecurities. She wants to be able to come to you and have it be a safe enough space for her to say, hey, I'm really jealous because, yep. you know, I am insecure about my boobs or I'm insecure about uh, the way I walk or I'm insecure about I don't feel like I'm that smart, you know, to be like something to talk about so that you can then make her feel better and remind her of all the reasons why you married her and all of those things. That is very, very important for your wife to feel loved, protected, and safe. Safe to your relationship can get stronger. Like I, we all have bad thoughts. Let's just say, you know, like, Hey, I feel like you were checking out that other girl. Oh, I thought you were going very different on that. No. <laughs> we, I feel like you were checking. No, we, I feel like you were checking out that other girl. And rather than have the husband be like, oh my gosh, or yeah, I was like, I can look or whatever it may, whatever the reason is like make excuses of why he was and be like, what are you going to do about it? Type of thing. I'm going home to you. It's not like I'm sleeping with her or make you feel stupid or worse about yourself about it. Uh, that's, that's an unhealthy relationship too. And she's going to start closing off to you and eventually she'll open up to somebody else, which is bad. So love protected safe. Yeah. Say, and I think that's, you know, let's talk a little bit about that one, right? From a guy's standpoint, right? So women carry baggage. We all carry baggage, right? Women carry baggage and they carry it differently than us men do, right? Us men will suppress it and we'll keep it down and we'll never talk about it again. Women want to talk about the things that's happened in the past. They want those to come up because they know, because they're smarter than us men, they know that if they bring those up and they can get comfortable with those things, that they can have a better, healthier relationship. And us men, we don't want to hear those things. Like we're like, Ew. but if our women know that they have a safe place that they can share those things and, and we're not going, whoa, whoa, er, no, we yeah. don't talk about those things. Yeah. We don't do that. We don't talk about that. I can't handle that. I can't talk about that. That is wrong. Like that is so wrong. That is not a safe place because I can tell you what guys, she's going to talk about it with somebody. She will. She's going to find somebody that's going to talk with her. Cause women like to talk. Cause women like to talk and they're going to find somebody to talk about with it. And I know a lot of guys will be like, that's fine. Well, it is it fine until maybe that person's your brother. Right. And I hate to say that. You don't but, have any brothers. Right, oh, 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 
intentionally. No, but my point is, you know, your best friend, you know, whatever it is, you know, like there's going to be an outlet and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying, you know, you're, you have a wife that would do something like that. It's not my point. My point is, is you need to make sure that you have a safe place or a place that you create for your wife that is safe. Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you? Allow, allow your wife to be able to undo old brokenness that's happened in the past. You know, 90% of the things that's happened to women are typically bad relationships or men that's harmed them in some way, in one way or the other. And they need to know that they have a man that wants to protect them in a way that says, hey, you're safe. You can be safe. Share with me. Tell me what's going on. Like, well, I want to handle the emotional stuff too. And there is a lot of men though that are like, no, she can, she has a best friend. She can talk to them about it and I'm perfectly fine and we're fine and all of those things. And that's the men that have emotional baggage that they need to work yeah. through and get healthy with. And that's the cool thing is about having a safe space though for your spouse is that also creates an open space for you. Men are very hard to open up. We're very guarded. Christy knows taking me years and years and years to really break down specific walls, you know, and at walls I don't even realize I even have up because that's how guys are, mm -hmm. you know? And then when we start really like God has a way of humbling us. Okay. He does mm -hmm. with age and with, you know, just as life goes on and more opportunity for things to just happen is he has a way of humbling us. And if we haven't created a safe place for our spouse, we're not going to feel safe in those times either. Yeah, that's good You know, point. and it really does work both ways. So, you know, creating a safe space for your spouse to open up and really share about what's going on with them internally is important. I know, guys, we don't want to do it, but when you do do it, you'd be surprised how amazing your relationship is. All the things that you want, right, which we're about to get into here in a minute. And Sex. I mean, yes, inside and outside the bedroom. It all happens because your wife feels safe in doing that. Okay, so that's women's needs, right? What are the three? Love, protected, safe. Love, protected, and safe. Because then she wants to play you. Yeah. Amen. Make it safe. Okay. So for men, right, we need to feel respected, honored, and trusted. Respected, honored, and trusted. The first thing is respected. So, and oh, it was in our live in our group. So it was so funny earlier in our group. Every If you're not part of our group, we have a, a private Facebook group called uh christian marriages for blended families for blended families but we go live every two weeks in that group for like 20 minutes at six o'clock and it's so Eastern. funny oh yeah so and it's so funny because josh was talking about uh we were talking about communication and things and he's like yeah and if your spouse you know is if I'm having a bad day and she's not talking to me correctly it makes me feel belittled and it makes me feel you know dishonored i don't remember all the words yeah you didn't use the word respect though you used like three words that didn't even have the word respect to it but it all was at the root respect yeah belittled and not you know treated poorly or treated like they're a child you know all these things i'm just like those all are respect words guys yeah. really want to be respected at the core because then i told him i'm like if that was reversed and it was me talking about what you were talking about i'd be like he doesn't love me he's mad at me and it's just the difference between men and women so what does respecting your husband look like you know to me it's it's coming in and telling him thank you for the things that he does and and allowing him like if he's really puts his foot down about something and like, no, our family really needs to do this or we really need to make sure that we'd go do this or go to church on this day or do this thing, then respecting him to, to lead our family and follow his leadership. That's what respecting your husband is. 
Yeah, I saw a statistic that I thought was pretty incredible. 74% of the men said they'd rather feel unloved than disrespected. Mm. Because we Powerful. think and we feel and believe that respect is love. And that's how God created you. Mm -hmm. yep. And that's okay. Yep. Like We have to stop trying to deny. Like Women need to stop looking at guys and being like, why don't you want to do this and do that? They're not going to. But he does it like he cuddles when I want to cuddle. He doesn't want to do. He doesn't crave to do those things. He does them because I want to do them. That's that's the difference between guys and girls. You need to learn to respect your man. It's like a circle. It is. And showing respect shows that she loves me, you know, and sh when she disrespects me or makes me feel small, it makes me feel like she doesn't love me. Like she isn't showing me any love. And right. that is a powerful thing. You know, if we could see each other, if we could see our marriage and see each other in that light, the way God has designed us. Mm -hmm. Now we understand what it means to really speak into each other and be careful in the things we don't do. Because the last thing Christy wants to do is disrespect me. She doesn't call me names. She doesn't make me try to make me feel stupid in a moment. She doesn't try to insult things that I've done or belittle the things that, that, that I do or don't do, right? She doesn't try to do that or micromanage me. You know. She she doesn't try to do that things. Christy, you know, is a high level leader and it's easy for her to go into management mode. And I know that she, it's easy for her to do that, but she, I also watch how she catches herself too. And is careful not to manage me, you know, because that feels very disrespectful inside the home, even though probably, I probably need to be managed at the time. Well, and a, a lot of it, like Josh and I can have open conversations about things too, because a lot of times too, Josh sometimes feels like I'm managing him and I'm not. So then we have mm -hmm. to sit down and I have to say, I'm really sorry. That's not the way that I meant it. I'm part of this marriage too. And I wanted to try to help and make sure that it gets done as, as a partner, as a partner, yep. you know? And so those are the types of things they have to talk about because it can be because love is viewed so differently at the core. I, I read this book one time and they used the word mother tongue, you know, mother tongue, women respond to love languages differently with love than men respect. Like Josh said, is love to them. So I don't want my husband to feel unloved by me disrespecting him or making me him feel like I'm not respecting him. And if women could switch their view or perception about love when it comes to their husband, it would help your marriage so much because, mm. and it's probably the same for men too with women, because men try to respect their wife. Women are not going to respond to that. Women want to be loved. Nope. And then women try to love their spouse and they're not going to respond to that. They want to be respected because that is their love language, you know, is to respect them. It makes such a huge difference. And the Bible says, you know, in Ephesians 5, 33, however, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself and the wife must respect her husband. Yeah. And the Bible talks about that for a reason. God does know best. <laughs> he does. So, you know, kind of take this on a weird way, but I, you know, it's something I watch a lot of Netflix documentaries and stuff. And a lot of the stuff is like murder mystery stuff or, you know, whatever. But I saw something a, a while ago about a statistic that it talked about the majority of men that uh, do uh, sex crimes are raised by overbearing mothers that are super disrespectful Ooh. to their to their boys. And so now these, these these boys grow up feeling 
that they're not loved because they've been massively disrespected by the primary female role in their life. Mm -hmm. And now they need to go out and they need to make sure that they get some, you know, impact some type of revenge, which is completely wrong. I'm not, and they have a chemical imbalance in their brain. And then, and then there's a chemical imbalance. But my point is, is, uh, you know, science has really showed there's a major tie to that, you know, wow. like they feel unloved that that disrespect really mm -hmm. creates this major gap of love. Wow. You know, where you see a lot of women that can be sexually abused in their lives and then they still go out and they still have, you know, tons of, of other abusers in their lives. You know, it's just the opposite, you know, of how all that works. You know, it's just mm -hmm. really interesting to see how, you know, God creates each of us. And then in a negative sense, actually how it could go out and be super harmful to each other. You know, yeah. women can be treated super poorly, you know, and be, you know, sexually abused as, as children, but then still go out and allow other men to just abuse them in new relationships for the rest of their lives. You know, it's just, yeah, it's crazy though, how God has just, he's, he's wired us. And if we could pay attention to those things within our relationship, then we know how to honor, which is our, our next word we're going to talk about. We know how to honor each other. Yeah. And the next word is honored. Men need to be honored. They need to feel honored. Yeah. For sure. And women want to be loved for who they are and men want to be respected for who they are. Yeah. So what was the three points for the respected, honored, and trusted mm -hmm. is the men. So what does honoring your husband mean to you? And it goes in the term. Sorry. What? She's like, that's really interesting. Oh, it was yeah. Interesting. yeah. Yeah. So you want to honor your husband and honoring goes hand in hand with respecting. Like I honor my husband by when he's not in the room uh, and I'm talking about him to other people, I'm speaking of him in a respectful but honoring way mm. too. So if let's say someone says, do you guys, can you guys go out Friday night? I don't know. Let me talk to Josh and I'll get back with you. And it's like, oh, you have to ask your husband for permission. No, I'm honoring my spouse in that way mm -hmm. to talk to him uh, with what's going on in our lives and to see how he's feeling about it. Is he going to want to do this? Does he agree with doing it? He is the leader of my home and he is my partner and I have to honor him in making the decisions. I'm not just in, we're a blended family and it's even more, more important in a blended family because if my kids are like, mom, I want, can I have $50? I need to honor him instead of just because I don't think sometimes to ask him because they're my kids, you know? Right. So I need to honor him and respect him in the way of saying, hey, you know, Garrett asked for $50 for this reason, or hey, Graydon wants to get taken to a friend's house at this time. That's honoring your husband. And I do want to read what the Bible says. Uh, I mean, this uh, quote, I'm sorry. Yeah, read it. Love him, encourage him, support him, and don't badmouth him to others. Be interested in what he has to say. Be thankful he does the dishes or folds the laundry, even if it's not the way that you would do it. Be grateful he is helping. You can refold a towel, but you can't undo the hurt feelings. Mm. And it's Shelly and McGeehee. It looks like. McGeehee. <laughs> <laughs> Is what Michael Jackson, <laughs> and that is that is honoring him, you know, mm -hmm. and not bad mouthing to other people or allowing other people to bad mouth him to me, but also is you know Josh has been primarily for our relationship, you know, the stay at home parent for our kids and you know things like that, and we do clean differently or do things differently. Like if the roles were reversed, our food choices would be a lot less than what we get with him because he's an amazing cook. But the house would be cleaned differently. 
he the the towel I put the towels away generally but he's been doing it but you should see the way he folds towels compared to me okay so since he's been doing it the towels look like they've been folded by a professional and like a towel like factory that's selling them <laughs> on display <laughs> you know for per- for purpose you know for purchase <laughs> I mean for purchase and when I fold the towels I'm just like whatever you know as long put as away. they stack up you know nice yeah. and neat and they're yeah. not gonna off all over when you take one off like whatever. I try and they still don't look the way that pristine, like he ironed them or something before he did it. But there's just things that would be done differently. We can still honor our spouse and honor our husband in the things that he does and make him feel like he's a man, you know? Well, and that's the thing too, you know, and I know this is, you know, I don't know. I want to feel like the king of the house, right? <laughs> and I want my wife to feel like the queen, but ultimately I want to feel like the king of the house, right? And I and I don't mean that in a prideful sense. I mean like, you know, I That's have a, I have you. a right, I have a position within the home, you know, mm-hmm. and I want to know that I'm honored for that position because yeah. the more that I feel honored in that position, the more that I want to take responsibility for that position. Yeah. Which, let's all be honest, if we're a front runner, like not only are you going to be in front, but you're also going to catch all the bugs on your teeth. Like there is some downfall that does come with being in the lead. It does. Like when I die, I have to answer for my family. Like I have to. And if I don't have a supportive wife that wants to honor me in those ways, then I don't feel like I'm supported and I can't lead my family in the way that would be much better for our family, right? It'd be a lot harder for me to be able to do that. And my point is, is that men just, they need to feel honored, right? I, I, don't, I'm not, I don't need my wife to curtsy every time she walks in the room, right? That's not, that's not honoring me. Honoring me is showing me a, a level of respect that I deserve because I love her the way that she needs. And I, I think you have to look at this as like a cyclical thing. You know, I don't start off my relationship thinking you need to respect me. You need to honor me. You need to show me these things. No, I look at all of her three things and I tell myself every day, how can I do all of these for her to my best ability? And in reverse, what ends up coming around is she does all of these things, which helps me be a better husband to her. Well, and we can't forget that this is how God has designed men to be, Yeah, you know, and our society has gotten caught up in that. If a man says, Hey, I'd like to be respected and honored. It's like, what? Who do you think you are? Yeah. And it's just so funny because I told Josh, I'm like it seriously from the dawn of time. Okay. It's been in ingrained in us. Like even when women were primarily stay at home moms. Right. And they would be like, just wait until your dad gets home. Yeah. You know, there isn't men walking around looking at their kids being like, you just wait until your mom gets home. I do it. She's scary. No, I'm just kidding. No, primarily there isn't. And it's because us women, God has designed us to allow and want that leadership and want that. If they're loving us properly and making us feel safe and making us feel protected, Mm -hmm. we innately want them to be respected and honored. That's what, that's what God has designed this to be. And instead of pushing, you know, our fleshly pushing against that, that, that God ordained thing that would make our marriages and our world run much more smoother. We submit to that and submit to God. It makes things so much more peaceful. We still have arguments, but when we have peaceful arguments and respectful arguments and disagreements, Mm -hmm. and he's doing it with love to me and I'm doing it with respect to him, it makes a world of difference. 
You're not yeah. always going to agree. And you have to do this type of stuff with the give model, you know, not the take model. And I say that because a lot of times when we talk to people, talk to couples that are struggling the most, it is they're not doing for me, right? That's how we get in that mode. Like, yeah, but they're not, she's not, you know, honoring me and she's not respecting me. and She's not. Okay. We have to look at this as the give model though. We have to make sure that we know what our spouse needs and we have to give, not expect in return. We have to allow God to work on their hearts in that way. We need to give and not in return, tell them, have an expectation like this is how I'm supposed to be treated. This is what God tells you what to do. You need to you know, bark at them about it. No, that's where open communication really comes into play where you can share your feelings and things you know, that you needs and so on and so forth. But this is a give model. All right. Well, because another couple that we had talked to, too, it was amazing because they were ahead of the curve, I felt, and everything. She would sit there and be like, I do this and this and this for him, and I'm doing and I'm doing and I'm doing. And he would sit there and be like, and I do this and I do this and I do this, and we're just misfiring. And it was like, if you guys could sit back and communicate, you you are trying so hard to fulfill her needs and she's trying so hard to fulfill your needs. You guys are just missing the mark. If you sit down and talk, you could actually stop doing these seven things yep. and start doing these two things. And it would make you guys would be like yeah. right here. And you could see like the light bulb come on in their head because women are trying to like love their husbands like they would want to be loved. And the husbands don't want to be loved that way. They want to be respected and honored and trusted, which is what we're about to talk about. And men, your wife doesn't want to be respected. I mean, she does. Okay. We all That's need the all the things, but women want to be loved. They want to be loved and they want to know that they are have a safe space and mm. they want to know that they're supported by you yeah. and it's, it's and protected. It's, it's very, very important. Yeah. And that leaves our final thing is trusted men. We need to feel trusted or trustworthy. Yes. Right. Yeah. And it's a huge thing. And that's been a, a thing in Josh and I's relationship that we've worked on from the beginning because of my past, especially with men and everything that's happened to me. I do not trust men. I have, mm -hmm. um, it, I'm very thankful to, to Josh because, you know, he's earned the right to speak into me. He's really put work in. I don't allow very many men specifically to speak into me that I actually hear them and I respect him and I honor him and I do trust the things that he says. And when he told me like, you act completely different when it comes to men, like you get your shoulders, get square. I mean, and he's like, and you will square up with them. Right. So I needed to realize that because obviously he's a man and I didn't want to have that reaction when it comes to him specifically the rest of y'all. I don't know what to tell you. But him, he's my husband and I want him to feel respected, honored, and trusted. And it's important for us to work on that together as a team. And I want him to know that I trust him. He yearns to be trusted, you know, to, hey, I can actually go out in the world and I'm not like oogling and drooling over all these other women and not like dishonoring you, you know, by checking other girls out or fantasizing about other girls. Like he wants me to believe that I trust him. And that is a hard, hard, hard thing to do for me because I really feel like men's mother tongue is sex. That's just what I feel. The mother tongue. I do. I feel like it's, our society pushes it at them. I feel like everywhere they turn, it's a half naked woman and uh, it's promoting, you know, 
big boobs, big butt, skinny waists, and all these other things. So it is, but I think that's where trust comes in. That, yes, that we're guarding our hearts and our eyes and our ears, and, and we're he's doing the things. That, though you know, we need to feel trusted, and when we feel trusted, we feel an opportunity now to be vulnerable to our spouses. Yeah, like. If I feel like, you, you know, you're not trusting me in anything that I'm doing right. or, you know, that I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be vulnerable then. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to feel like an opportunity that I want to share something that's deep and dark or, you know, I don't feel like it's a safe space. Like, right. why would I? Right. I don't feel like it's a safe space because you're going to do, aha, I knew it. I knew it. Always yeah. waiting for that last shoe to drop. I yeah. knew it. I always knew it. I done. I knew it. Yeah. And and if we don't feel trusted, we always know that's there. We're not dumb. We know because this is a primary thing for us. Like we need to know that you trust us. That you know that you can. That I have your life in my hands at all times, and that means all facets of who you are. You know, and I need you to trust me with that. That I am trust. And when you trust me, when when we're trusted, when men are trusted, we feel more honored with that. We mm. feel more respected with that. We feel all of those things, all of those things. And so, you know, it's just really important that we understand. Sorry, I have to ban somebody real quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Somebody's commenting on, on YouTube and I had to ban them real quick. Okay. So anyway, so it's really, really important that we do that. We, we understand that you know, men need to feel trusted in all that we are and all of who we are, that we can be trusted to do the thing that you're asking us to do, be trusted in all the ways. We need that. It's a super deep love language of ours. Yeah. And don't you think like if I make you feel like you're trusted, then you can feel safe enough to me. And wouldn't women, wouldn't you want your husband, if he's struggling with something, to feel safe enough to come talk to you about it, yep. to say, hey, you know, I feel like... Um, I like Josh is a recovering alcoholic. If he was struggling with having feelings of wanting to drink again, if he felt like I didn't trust him in general, he's not going to come talk to me about those things at all. He's just going to either talk to his other friends or he's going to suppress it, which is even worse. Like we want to be able to talk to one another and they want to know like he wants to know that I trust him to make also decisions, not just with me, but make decisions for our family. So that's, that's a huge thing for guys to say, Hey, mm -hmm. I respect you. And I honor you as the leader of our home. Not only that, but I trust your decisions on what you're going to make like financially with our financial decisions when it comes to things for our family, with purchasing cars, with purchasing a home or selling a home or anything like that. Our dog is underneath the table. She's, She's chewing on something. I getting down sure. on a yak too. Uh, I think I was hoping it was a yak chew and it is. So okay. I'm just making sure. And it is, right? So I, we want to make sure that you do trust us in these big decisions. And men, let me tell you, okay, it's really important that you hear this. That just because your wife questions you doesn't mean she doesn't trust you. Okay, and that's a very, very different thing, babe. It's a, so she's okay. Okay. It's little, little, little. It's all right. She's all right. She's okay. Fine. But it's really important though that we understand that, right? That men, that just because your wife is questioning or, you know, inquiring about something doesn't mean she doesn't trust. Do you need to close the door? I don't know. <laughs> She's fine. She's to our dog. Our Frenchie is chewing on a yak chew, which I don't know if you know what that is, but. Are you sure it's a yak chew? Because I can't see it. It's all so, the way in her mouth. Anyway, she's going to be okay. <laughs> she's going to be okay. This is why we should close the door and not let her in here. So do you have anything else you want to say before we close today? So I do want to recap. So All right, there's a bunch. 
Well, not on everything, but for women, we want to feel loved, protected, and safe. And God created us this way. So don't Mm -hmm. try to deny it. Men don't try to change it. It's just the way it is. And men want to feel respected, honored, and trusted. And God created them that way too. So women, you know, keep that in mind when you're loving your spouse. Don't just be loving them as if, you know, you were loving yourself on how you would want to be loved, but really be respectful respecting them. And the, what's the number one way that you guys can really, instead of like going around in the dark, feeling for the right answers, you should sit down and talk to one another about right. it. Like, do, do Josh, if he came to me and said, Hey, do I really make you feel loved and protected and safe in our relationship? And if I don't, I really want you to tell me some ways that I could and how I don't, you know, or, and, or how I could. And same thing, like, Hey, or do you feel respected, honored, and trusted in our relationship? And it's never going to be a hundred percent perfect, right? We're always going to be trying to get better and growing together, mm-hmm. but talking about those things and saying, Hey, e- even when the moments come up, like, Hey, when this moment came up, when you said that, I really didn't appreciate it when you said that. It really hurt my feelings or it really disrespected me. It made me feel like I was disrespected. And talking that through, that's going to make your relationship so much stronger, so much stronger. Yeah. And it's important, like she's saying, if the more that we talk about it, the more that we have an opportunity to not be offended. Yeah. You know, or hurt or feelings are hurt or, you know... It just it gives you a better opportunity for your marriage to keep moving in the forward direction. We're not always in a season of growth, but in the seasons that we're not growing, we want to at least maintain, right? We don't want it to go backwards. Mm-hmm. And so always choose uh, to speak into your partner the way that they're designed to be spoken into, right? What is your marriage need? You need to make sure that you're speaking into each your, each partner, speaking into your specific needs individually. And we do have a program right now. We do. We actually, we do have a program right now that kicks off January 4th. If you're interested in that, you can go to joshandchristy.com and uh, yeah, yeah, you can go up top to the shop. If you click on shop, you can see the programs there. It's a four week program and it's a jumpstart. It's called a jumpstart program. Yep. So if you're interested in that, uh, you can go there and check it out or you can email us at josh at joshandchristy.com or christy at joshandchristy.com. Amen. Any final parting words? Mm -mm. All right. Thank you so much for being here. We'll see you next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. We have an interview. We do. See you then. Bye.